start with our usual uh shout outs on uh the the social medias uh so we're on uh, instagram <laughs> at what we stream and we you can also write us emails at what we stream podcast at gmail.com and uh you know with all those formalities aside this is the hundredth episode of what we stream slash what we binge yeah I mean, um, we started this a long time ago as uh, whatever tipsy spoilers, tipsy spoilers. So, yeah. and then along the way we changed it to what we binge. And if you take out the bonus episodes, uh, we have been doing this consistently since I think 2019. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we know what we binge started in 2020, and we've been yeah. doing it every week, and now we are on episode 100, finding the things. To stream and helping you guys narrow down your choices yeah and also you know be entertained at the same time with our fun banter about today's topic uh the prequel of game of thrones that just premiered uh this sunday or last sunday house of the dragon yeah so you have you seen every episode of game of thrones yes i have multiple times so <laughs> this is going to be an interesting episode because you're talking to somebody that has not seen one Yay. episode i think the most <laughs> i've seen was probably the first five minutes of the first episode when they're running around in the woods and i Her don't know anything yeah, yeah yeah all, all my game of thrones knowledge comes from like the random facebook post and all the memes i saw over the years so i i know nothing Mm-hmm. But this, think? Mm-hmm. this um um this pilot episode, this first episode of House of the Dragon, kind of reaffirmed the theory I had for all sequels or prequels, which is it needs to be good enough to stand on its own, so that somebody without any knowledge of anything can enjoy it and maybe intrigue them into going deeper. And this did that a hundred percent. Like my fiance and I have not watched one episode and this was good. So what were you going to (laughs) say? Yeah, no, I was saying like, you don't need any prior knowledge of Game of Thrones because this is a prequel. So to me, I was hoping that this would be like the Better Call Saul, you know, what Better Call Saul is to Breaking Bad, which I I feel like it's almost better than Breaking Bad. So I want House of the Dragon to be almost better than game of thrones it's definitely better than season eight of game of thrones which was the final season but um you know i went through all those trials and tribulations of loving the show then ultimately uh hating the last season but you know having a bittersweet taste of like oh i've been watching this thing for almost 10 years of my life and uh being traumatized by it uh, multiple times yeah and uh, <laughs> with uh, through murders and and uh, bloody weddings and uh, stuff like that. And so House of the Dragon to me felt like a kind of fresh, you know, it's, so it happens 172 years before uh, Game of Thrones. So like before actually Daenerys Targaryen, like the famous mother of dragons that even people 
like I'm sure you've heard of her, right? Or yeah. the mother of dragons. I, I, I actually don't know what the mother of dragons was. And yeah, the only reason I knew that the name, how do you pronounce it? Targaryen. Targaryen. Yeah. The only reason I know that is <laughs> from yeah. like um, the last season when all the news sites were blowing up about the finale in the last season yeah. of Game of Thrones. That's how I found out about the name because they kept talking about Emilia Clark's role. And, you know, mm. she was kind of, shafted a little bit she was kind of pushed to the side for yeah an ending nobody wanted so i i know no context you know, I know, like yeah. the, you know like the way her character turned near the like the last episode essentially or the last two episodes this right. is the last 10 minutes of the like uh you know penultimate episode and then the rest was like okay um and when you i, I actually saw the old like interviews they did for the of the showrunners at the time, like, yeah, you know, because she can't take it anymore. And that's a wall and all. And I was like, you guys have like your heads up your butts. Uh, But, um, you know, I'm happy to say that actually House of the Dragon actually involved the original writer um, in the development. So like he Mm -hmm. co-developed this. So it feels a lot more truer to the books that I've never read personally, but I'm sure like there's a lot of stuff that comes out in episode one of House of the Dragon that, kind of illuminates or adds more context to stuff that happens in uh game of thrones yeah. which is sort of what better call Saul does for breaking bad it's like there's a lot of stuff they're like oh you know that comes later in the yeah. other show you know but it, it's um um you know i feel like they're they seem to be doubling down on the stuff that people loved about game of thrones which is like the intrigue and the political you know machinations and as well as like the blood and gore and sex and the usual stuff that they have on hbo but Mm. uh (laughs) and the nudity (laughs) yeah and yeah i mean the nudity in this wasn't like turned up to like 120 percent and stuff not really i think the blood and gore was turned up pretty pretty high i think for an episode for a pilot episode and um yeah it was very interesting that like it was basically a vigilante story like matt smith's character is basically kind of like a hothead that Mm -hmm. runs basically what they call city watch which is like a neighborhood watch and they're just kind of like (laughs) a vigilante really violent group that just finds criminals or maybe not be criminals and just slices them but he gets away with it because they're like okay you're gonna yeah i I thought that was an interesting story that was like clockwork orange uh you know yeah if uh it was prince charles you know running it you know yeah (laughs) something it's like yes mother queen elizabeth i will take care of the streets yeah exactly come on my madrugs you know uh, (laughs) that would actually be an interesting movie or show if like what if the clockwork orange guys actually started running things or something? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, this was really interesting because like for one one thing that like we like I felt from the very beginning, or my fiance and I felt from the beginning that like you really didn't need to know any prior knowledge because the way that this mm-hmm. episode was formatted, it was a little like the pilot episodes or the first movies in other fantasy series. Like the first one I can think off the top of my head it's more sci-fi but you know star wars how star wars starts the very first movie starts with episode four starts with mm-hmm. the rolling um text of what's going on and then throws you right into it and then 
what basically centers it is a very simple story of yeah. a boy finding adventure. And that's exactly what this did. It just gave you the text. It showed you the world. And then it just grounded you in this story of, you know, the princess is a girl. They need to find an heir who's a boy and there's a hothead go. So it's a, basically like a classic story that is easy to follow, but it's just surrounded by all this political intrigue that I think is going to play in the future. Uh, to be honest, the first thought I had when I saw this was this is the same plot as coming to America too. But <laughs> uh, as, as it went on, it was like, I started realizing that this was the same story as, you know, like a lot of stories about princesses who ascend to the throne where, you know, it's yeah. a patriarchal society and nobody believes in the girl, even though she's the most qualified. But the thing that made this the most interesting to me is that that whole arc happened in a span of an hour and 15 minutes, which means however long this show lasts, that something's going to happen. It's like yeah. if you shoved a whole story of like this would be for any other franchise, like a movie. Like that's the beginning and the end. She's the princess. She's trusted. She's ascending the throne. But the fact that this is episode one means that something's going to happen down the road. She's either going to become super power hungry or something's going to happen with the dragons or, you know, Matt Smith's character might take over or he might end up being the good guy. It's like, mm -hmm. and that, I think that's just what, in, that, that's the most interesting thing is that if you're going to go through a whole emotional arc that feels like there's closure in the first episode, it's like we who knows what's going to happen in the future but yeah it's like the context felt important but it felt like it fed into a very simple story that yeah. i think anybody could jump into and the first thought i had was like yeah you mentioned better call saul i i came into better call saul as a breaking bad fan and the very first episode of better call saul i saw i'm like i don't really see how you could get into this if you weren't a Breaking Bad fan initially, like starting mm -hmm. right away with Jimmy McGill working at at Cinnabon. It's like, why yeah. is that, you know? Yeah, but this there, one just feels very yeah. much like it's intended to be its own thing. Like it's yeah. the Star Trek next generation to Star Trek, you know? Definitely, yeah. I mean, it's like, so ju just to answer it, like uh, thing is you don't know what's gonna, I actually know what's gonna happen. It's already been kind of like, if, if yeah. you're a nerd, but just friends like I am. Or uh, normal, like you are. I feel like we're the only people that have never watched an episode. I'm like, I you am. Need a... uh, actually, the thing is like there in the game, like in the original DVD, like I didn't buy the whole DVD set of Game of Thrones, but I think I bought a set of it. But you can also watch a bunch of videos on YouTube where they have like those like you know bonus features and stuff, and they have characters from Game of Thrones reading history of that world right and if you've seen all of those videos you know exactly where this is going and uh, mm -hmm. where house of the dragon is going and uh, because it's sort of like you know i think that the i don't want to say too much for people who don't know who who don't know anything about it because i i want you guys to discover it as you see it um it's like the 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 words of that king right because like in that exposition scene at the beginning where there was this older king who was like you know i haven't uh i only have a daughter and i don't have a son and we need a man to like take over the throne after i die whatever yeah. and like 
you know, and he asked the lords of the land to choose like their future king or queen. Right. And like he says that the only way that the house of the dragon with, will be destroyed is by itself. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of like the theme of like what is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, you'll see the house of the dragon destroy itself more or less. And is this? How, yeah. Wait, wait, keep going. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So this is sort of like, I'm not going to say more, but, you know, uh, that's what this is all about how it imposed because from what i remember of just seeing clips of game of thrones it was a lot of like the only rich part of westeros was the castle and where the game of yeah. thrones was and yeah, everything capital, else was yeah. yeah and they make it a very good point they make it a very like obvious point in the beginning that this is like a prosperous nation and there's jousting and this and that and you know i like that little line that um I think it was the queen or somebody had mm -hmm. when she was like, this generation doesn't know war. So they have to get it out of their system by like jousting yeah. and beating each other up for no reason. And yeah. I, I thought that was a really relevant like word. And I'm like, like phrase to put in this um, series. So I'm like, Oh, I get it. They're trying to like incorporate modern themes, either that, or there's just a lot of stories that just have these themes and it just feels more modern. Cause like I'm invested for the first time. But, but um, yeah, they make it a very obvious point in the beginning that this is a prosperous nation. So would it be safe to say, and you don't have to spoil it, yes. that this is basically the Star Wars prequels of Game of Thrones, where it's like it's showing you how prosperous an empire was or a nation was before it became an empire or a dictatorship? I mean, not exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I see where you're going with it. Uh, yeah. it, it is sort of like the, it, it shows that family being at the height of its power mm -hmm. and how, you know, ultimately that won't be the case anymore at some point, right. you know, yeah. because like if you watch Game of Thrones, um, you know, it's like two, almost 200 years later and there's only one Targaryen in the world. And that's uh, oh. like, uh, or there are like two, right? So it's like a brother and a sister. Right. And that's how you begin like season one of Game of Thrones. And uh, Oh, that's the only Targaryens left is those two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. But that's because of like something that happened like 20 years before that. You know, it's like, right. uh, um, you know, because there was a rebellion and that's how like Game of Thrones starts. It's mm -hmm. like 15 years after a rebellion that overtook the Targaryens. And right. the, the only ones that survived are like on the run, you know, in some other part of the world. Right. So, you know, but, you know, they, they, yeah, I don't want to spoil too much. Like, you know, I know there's like 170 something year difference between those two stories, but I feel like if I say too much, like people will like, you know, it'll kind of sour their experience. Oh, the thing but, is like, uh, I mean, I mean, it doesn't sour my experience because I'm yeah. like, you know, it's like when you read all the, I don't know, like all the Harry Potter books and then you see the right. movies like, oh yeah, that, that's what's in the book. Yeah. And, but yeah. like you, you, I think you represent the majority. Like you represent, like if anybody is listening to podcasts about movies and yeah. shows and stuff, chances are they've watched Game of Thrones and see all of it. Yeah. And like, if you weren't somebody that was into it, you're kind of an, you're kind of an outlier. So like, I think, I would really like to hear kind of like more of your okay. point of view on all of this. Okay. Yeah. 
I will. Uh, right. So without spoiling too much, the uh, thing is like after the events of whatever will happen in House of the Dragon, yeah. uh, there is a like that started the decline of the Targaryen, you know, monarchy um, mm-hmm. as a whole. So it's like, you know, they're uh, so like, you know, the age of like the big, you know, strong uh, dragon riding people is still sort of like there, but it gets weaker with each generation. And then by the yeah. time, like, you know, Daenerys, like the mother of dragons, by the time she's born, mm-hmm. uh, all of the dragons have essentially died, you know. Except so for that like, one dragon in Game of Thrones that flies around. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that that's like, that comes out of nowhere in some other world where she finds <laughs> eggs, like dragon oh. eggs, and someone oh, gives, yeah. gives her dragon eggs. And then like she sets fire to herself but then it's actually like since she's a targaryen she's impervious to fire for some reason because she's special and uh (laughs) and you know that's where her little baby dragons are born and uh you know and then by the end of season eight there's like one dragon left uh because they like all more or less like bad things happen to them in very stupid ways but uh that's the plot of godzilla the yeah. 1998 one. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to ruin every movie with like a past movie. Yeah. Like if there's a scene in school, I'll be like, oh, that was in Happy Gilmore or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will always I mean, remember Bill that Madison. Godzilla yeah. scream. Like the, Godzilla, like the 1998 uh, Godzilla. Like, mm, you know, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> when like, when she just like hugs the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. It's like that viral video of that guy crying. Uh, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened to I still that love your dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a little baby Godzilla. You know. Speaking uh, of crying, um, there's a lot of emotion in this in this yes. uh, episode. Like, uh, <laughs> segue, but yeah. There's yeah, a, segue. Very smooth. It's like, it's like there, was so, there were so many kind of just like ups and downs and just kind of like in the beginning, it feels kind of light. And then all of a sudden, she's like, fuck the whoever. And we're like, oh, yeah. ooh, some modern day attitude. Kind of like pray mm-hmm. with like, yeah. fuck the predator. No, I'm kidding. They didn't say that. But no, like she, she tears a page out of the book. It's like, fuck the, like, whatever the word fuck? for priest is over there. I don't know. But yeah. yeah. But the, um, the, the, damn, I can't even remember. I, I yeah. ashamed as a, as a Game of Thrones fan. Well, I mean, like that, that that kind of like injected a little oof to it. And then, um, ah, Maester, the Maester, yeah, Grand Maester. But then, like, after that, there was like some sex scenes and some gore and stuff that just reminds you that this is Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was always a weird franchise to me because, like, we came up in the age where, um, if anything wasn't a PG 13. Like you would never see toys and merch and stuff made out of it. Mm. Game of Thrones as a franchise is as hard R as you can get. And you have characters from that in multiverses and you have all these toys for it and referenced in kid stuff and freaking Space Jam. So it's like Game of Thrones was just always this weird crossover franchise that felt like, you know, as a as a TV show, they, they, they weren't like inching they they weren't playing with the line they like completely crossed it as much as possible just to be authentic to the storytelling but as a franchise it was like you know it, it was treated as what it was which was this 
big thing that basically changed TV and maybe like movies forever. And uh, from your perspective, would you say House of the Dragon matches up to Game of Thrones so far in like storytelling and emotionality and just how brutal it is? Or are they kind of going light for the first episode? So um, I don't think they're going light on the like the blood and gore stuff. Yeah. I think they're still going pretty light with the political intrigue stuff and the backstabbing and the like, um, yeah. because Game of Thrones, like when someone backstabs someone else for like political power, yeah. uh, it was like graphic. And I think here I still felt kind of like, you know, the Targaryens are still somewhat of a unit as a family. Yeah. And you feel like, you know, this is like the calm before the storm, even though it is still very stormy. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, I had a warm, fuzzy feeling towards these guys, even though we all know they engage in uh, incest and uh, yeah, <laughs> all that Targaryen stuff. And even Damon Targaryen, played by the wonderful, uh, you know, ex Doctor Who guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it, it's weird because uh, I feel like for non like he's grooming of, his niece, you know, I feel like for like non Game of Thrones fans or, fa or or like people that have only really like heard about it here and there and yeah. saw it in memes, it's like they started hinting at the stuff we know is going to happen, yeah. like the incest. You would just see them just give each other like little like sly looks, and it's like, oh yeah. no. I'm, and I was just sitting there. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not ready for this. Like, I, I'm a guy that's just been watching She-Hulk and Ally McBeal and very and, and this fool for just how many yeah. weeks straight. And now I'm watching uh, this. And then every time I see a sly look, I'm like, oh, not now. Please don't. Or we're going to send this girl up to your room. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was the part that uh, kind of triggered my girlfriend. I was like, but that's like what? Like he's prostituting his own way. <laughs> Yeah, daughter for political gain and yeah. uh you know and the, the age difference uh between those two characters is pretty significant yeah. uh, <laughs> and so, you're a game of yeah. thrones fan so you know that they're gonna go for it at some point right oh yeah yeah oh, God, i mean yeah. yeah i think if you've seen um if you followed like because like we're in so like this is where they have the younger cast when you right. see the older cast, you know more or less who, who they will become. Like if yeah. you follow the different trailers and stuff or the different, you know, explanations uh, of mm -hmm. uh, what House of the Dragon is on YouTube. Right. Uh, but yeah, you know that someone's going to be marrying someone else. And, uh, you know, uh, despite uh, certain age differences and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> spoilers and, uh, you know, and that will begin another kind of battle for who is the heir to the throne and yeah. you know that's like where that's going more or less yeah have they ever explained why um because um one thing i know is that like the um the throne in this show is designed to look more like how it was described in the books and after there was con there, there was like a piece of concept art or something that was mm. uh that went viral. I remember at one point that was supposed to represent how the throne is supposed to look and they designed yeah. the house of the dragon chair to look more like it. So, uh, do you think they're ever going to explain why it became simplified? Like, was it ever 
mentioned in the original show, like why it went from this elaborate theme to just like a little chair with some swords? Yeah, no, I mean, they, they never explained it in Game of Thrones. I think it was like, you know, this, this is what the books say, and this is our version. That was more or less how they kind of like showed yeah. it. And uh, I think they probably thought that having a thousand swords forged into a single seat was like too cartoony at that point right. because people didn't know, most people didn't know about Game of Thrones or, right. or Westeros or all that. So I think, you know, mainly I think is because, um, you know, George R. R. Martin has a bigger hand in this TV show than he did in Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I'm sure he was like, and, and I'm sure everyone else was on his, like on board is like, Hey, you know, let's have the actual chair. Yeah. And I could see them explaining, you know, I can imagine a couple of scenes that would explain, you know, those other swords around that chair, right. like, you know, disappearing or melt being melted or, or something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you know, to me, it felt like, Oh, this is what George R. R. Martin was imagining in his, in his mind. You know, yeah. versus what some showrunners thought it, it should look like. Right. And uh, or let's say, you know, because there are some sketches of it being like a mountain of swords with like a teeny chair at the top. And yeah. this was more like a chair made of swords. And then the swords, the other swords are kind of like a in a field of like yeah. little sort of like swords poking out around it. Yeah. But um, I don't think it's exactly a, the way that the it's more in tune with what the books say. Yeah. from like the descriptions i've read because i haven't read the whole like you know i mean the, the books are still coming out yeah uh but uh you know it yeah. it feels more real to me and it felt like it had more prestige maybe it's because the budget is higher and you know it's mm -hmm. the first season and the game of thrones was so successful and now they want to like the sequel has to be yeah. on par with like season eight in terms of right. production value because season one of game of thrones like the production value was good but like the budget was like way lower than season eight. Yeah. And, you know, like it didn't feel grand because like they restricted the scenes to just like small rooms and then you'll just like pan like, Ooh, castle, small room. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and here it feels like, Oh, the, even the rooms look, feel huge. Everything right. feels big. Like that whole like enclave of like Lords at the beginning and that exposition scene, like that felt huge. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it feels like more faithful to what the books kind of portray, like the world to be. Right. And, uh, you know, and maybe it's just because it's the pilot episode, but I felt more like, oh, this is, yeah, this is the golden age mm -hmm. of this world yeah. uh, under the Targaryens. And uh, yeah, it's all about to go to shit. Yeah. As so, it as it should eventually, you know, to make the story interesting. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, <laughs> the Star Wars prequels. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, essentially, you know, it's like yeah, like Coruscant, shiny things, like spaceships that float. Like they didn't have floating, like you know, like yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, because like what really, what I thought was really weird with the prequels was that they had a lot of like carrier, you know, ships that carried those droids that floated right above the ground. Yeah. And they never showed stuff like that right. um, in the original Star Wars, except for like Luke Skywalker's speeder or something. Yeah. And I was like, why well, like technology? You know, <laughs> it should get better with time. Uh, but, and it did. But, and then George Lucas just photoshopped yeah. whatever he wanted. <laughs> yeah. But then he was like, yeah, but like, you know, 
it's more grungy because rebellion and like budgets. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, grungy look, grr. Grr, grr, 70s uh, American graffiti. I didn't, yeah. Um, <laughs> feelings. <laughs> feelings. Uh, but yeah, um, there were a lot of feelings here, but you know, it, it's, I feel like it's cool how they, you know, they also portray, I, because I, from what I've heard, the big, you know, Mm-hmm. the big two characters will be like princess uh, Rhaenyra mm-hmm. and uh what's her name Alicent Hightower the yeah. daughter of the hand and since they're like best friends uh I think they they that relationship will sour uh and mm-hmm. the in the future time jump that will happen at some yeah. point so you know I think um <laughs> yeah yeah like uh, foreshadowing yeah. foreshadowing for those who actually you know know mm-hmm. game of thrones uh do we want to discuss the uh spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it please leave the episode but thanks for listening yeah spoilers. um do you want to discuss the c-section scene oh my goodness uh, uh okay yeah uh, <laughs> it's uh, mixed in it, it's intercut with the jousting scenes where people yeah. get their heads smashed God, it was intercut because I don't think yeah. I would have. I was ready for like a whole uncut scene of this. Yeah, but. yeah. I don't. The thing is, I, I was good with either or, but not both. Uh, <laughs> I think the way that it built the build up happened with the scene was like, like I miss watching stories that just felt like a roller coaster ride. And from mm-hmm. the very beginning, like when like my fiance and I were watching the scene, it's like the one of the people helping her um i guess giving the queen helping the queen it was the queen right helping her um give birth it's like they had trouble turning the baby they said i guess you know the baby might die if they don't do this it's like the way it was described it was like the citadel has a new uh, method where you cut directly into the belly and that, that that was just a moment when we were like no and it's like, I, I just never felt that way in a TV show in a long time where it's like, they're yeah. describing something and you know what it is, and, but you're like, no, it can't be. No, 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 no. And then it's like, yep, Please, it's no. a C-section. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. So in medieval times. Um, in medieval times with no anesthesia or anything. No anesthesia. The second they went like, what are you doing? And pulled her. We were like, oh shit, not now. And it was like, I don't think I've had that feeling in a TV show for a long time. And I don't know if I can do this on a weekly basis but it was a it was a ride and it, it was just it was just so good i just i just haven't been on a roller coaster of a ride right of a scene in that long where they're like you yeah. know it's about to happen you know it's a have to yep it's happening and then they just go right into it and i'm like they're not going to show it ah oh, they showed it oh shit yeah. oh yeah. shit <laughs> it's yeah. like and it's like we've seen scenes like that it's in movies before there's lots of birth giving scenes but the fact that this is uh, medieval times and mm-hmm. the uh, technology is, uh, you know, uh, primitive <laughs> for yeah. these kinds of things, it's just like I, I and knowing the lens that of Game of Thrones and where they go, it's like they 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 went at it, they took a stab at it, and at, at least they intercut it with like some jousting stuff to kind of break up the tension. But th- again, this is episode one, so. Who knows yeah. what they're going to show uncut and uncensored in the future. Again, this is HBO. This is the channel that used to cost $14 a month upon your cable subscription to watch. 
that is now mm -hmm. one of the cheaper options you can do, which is weird, like seven to nine dollars yeah. a month. And you can only and you can just have just HBO nowadays. But yeah, we got to remember, this is the channel that you used to have to pay $14 more on your existing subscription to get some shit you wouldn't see anywhere else. And this was like, mm -hmm. oh, no. And I mean, like, they didn't go super gory. This wasn't like Evil Dead or anything. But that plus the emotionality of the moment and, you know, they just got the way they got into the realism of the emotion and really grounded it almost for made you forget you were watching like a medieval fantasy show. It was like, holy shit, this is happening before yeah. my eyes kind of, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. The thing is, like, I, I think like that that scene where the king has to decide whether to do the C-section or let or potentially let both his, uh, you know, yeah, son and wife die. To me, right. it was like, ah, oh, shit. But like, you know, like what the decision is, but like you hate that he has to make it or yeah. like you hate that that decision has to be made. And yep. like it really made me feel for him as a character. Yeah. And to me, I feel like if I could pinpoint the main difference between House of the Dragon, like the pilot and Game of Thrones, the pilot is that like in Game of Thrones, you kind of side with one family and right. you know that they're the good guys. Mm -hmm. um, now my metaphor is kind of going to shit because I'm going to say the same thing about House of the Dragon, but um, you know, but like when you get into the the whole TV show, like everyone is terrible. Like you just yeah. hate everybody. And then through the different episodes, you'll be like, oh, well, this guy wasn't that bad or this woman wasn't that bad. But like, yeah, you always side with the Starks in Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. right. And here, like, it's like you want to side with the Targaryens. I mean, mm -hmm. despite all the obvious, like, you know, weird shit that they're up to. But, yeah. um, but it's like, and then but I still like the high towers and I understand where they're coming from and I understand where, you know, all these other people are coming from. So right. it's like, I feel like I liked more characters and like, I I'm rooting for more of the characters, even though yeah. I know that they're all like going into like opposite directions and yeah. they're definitely going to butt heads, mm -hmm. but like it didn't, it didn't feel as like one-sided as game of Thrones because game of Thrones, yeah. like at least season one, like, you know who the good people are and who the bad mm -hmm. people are, even yeah. whatever the showrunners tell you. Right. Like, you know, people who are average are bad. Uh, people <laughs> who are bad are terrible. And people who are good get punished for being good. So it's yeah. kind of like, um, you know, that that's what Game of Thrones was was like, you know, and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, what they, that's what it was like. And this feels kind of like it's going a similar route where, oh, well, I kind of like these people and I don't think they're that terrible, but some bad stuff is going to happen to them for sure. And I mean, like, I was surprised that I hated Damon Targaryen, like Matt Smith's character. Right. Uh, I really did not like him, but like near the end, I kind of warmed up to him near the end because he's like, you know, he's comforting uh, his niece, you know, after right. her mom dies and uh you know and and you can see a softer side of him but like the whole like yeah let's go on on the town and beat up people for like you know looking like a thief or something and cutting yeah. genitals off and you know you don't mm -hmm. actually see the 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 
that actual part but you know like yeah. you get like a full view of the butt yeah of the guy and, who's getting his his uh, balls cut off and he puts the balls on the table just so <laughs> yeah just yeah, in I case you couldn't use your yeah, imagination yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Where, whoever did this pilot is like the opposite of like christopher nolan where christopher nolan like winks at you as what's going on yeah this guy is like in case you didn't realize what just happened like, here's his oh, balls you didn't know? there you go oh you didn't know what happened okay here you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah here, here you go in case you have a very here weak imagination children it's like oh these <laughs> Cutting off hands. Let's see them ha- chop hands off. Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. All out. Yep. There you go. You will do all biblical and shit. You know. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, we have just, a, yeah. So we have four minutes left. So you want to just close on anything or? Uh, I mean, I think it's it's worth the. A free trial that I started on Hulu. So like the only place you can do free trials for HBO Max is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go on hbomax.com directly, you can't do free trials there. So if you yeah. just want to try it out, just and you have Hulu, just do the yeah. free trial through Hulu. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, uh, I'm actually tempted to pay the full price on this to keep following the TV show. Yep. Um, among all the other HBO stuff. Uh, yep. But um, yeah, I, it was pretty good. And I'm not disappointed and I'm looking forward to, to seeing where this goes and uh, by far and wide way better than season eight of Game of Thrones for all you Game of Thrones fans out there. And mm-hmm. I would put it on par with season two of Game of Thrones, which was a pretty good season. Yeah. Uh, but this is, I'm saying this just have, having seen the pilot. So like they repacked really everything that you should expect from the TV show. So like, yeah, blood, gore, political, you know, uh, games uh you know like uh, guys being like i need a male heir you know and stuff like that um and um yeah and also sex as usual and there's even a voyeur voyeur scene of all the prostitutes watching the prince uh you know sleep with another prostitute because like oh it's the prince and uh you know in yeah, case before, you were wondering <laughs> before we judge we must remember this was pre-internet very 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 yeah. pre-internet yeah, so no porn hub uh, <laughs> yeah it was all live we'll do it live we'll do it live uh yeah that, oh. that's what <laughs> that's what the prince was saying we'll do it live guys <laughs> you can see through the keyholes um, <laughs> anyway since we only have uh two minutes left i'm just gonna put my two cents in um because i want to be a whore for sponsors i will say buy hbo max at least for a month yes, pay the full uh 9.99 yeah. without ads uh let's let's get these guys uh some money so they can just keep making a good stuff if not you know free trials pirate bay whatever but yeah this is uh yeah maybe we should start paying for it maybe they should start paying for it yeah if yeah. you're not paying for it grr, grr. but um this was a great first episode it could have just not be labeled as game of thrones and i would have loved it still 100 yeah. percent and uh next week or i think in a few weeks uh we'll see if lord of the rings rings of power will be a good competitive force against the show and i i mean yeah. maybe maybe they're not competing you know if one wins all wins but yeah we kind of know what's going on it's a uh, rings mm-hmm. of power versus house of the dragon who will win we'll see so where can they find us ref you guys can find us on Instagram at what we stream. That's at what we stream on Instagram. And you can email us at, uh, send us emails to what we stream podcast at gmail.com. That's what we stream podcast at gmail.com. Um, 
I think we'll end the show with the reactions, <laughs> Mike's and, and Sionis's reactions to the C-section scene, unless they be intercut <laughs> somewhere, just to end on that note. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Oh shit, they're actually gonna show this. She has the scalpel. Oh, sorry, fuck. Oh fuck, I can't, oh no. Uh, no. Uh. Oh shit. Oh, fuck. Okay. violent. Oh, fuck. Oh, wait, so they can only have one? That's how bloody it is. Oh, god damn. That's what it's like in birth. That's how bloody it is. No anesthesia. That's actually how, like, but that's even with, like, even with, that's how bloody birth is. Jesus like, Christ. that's how bloody it is. Oh, uh, okay. Shit. You. You. Uh, he's gonna do some dirty move, like slice his ankle or something. She died.